0: G'day, punters. Welcome to the Sydney Preview Show for the Mailbag. Pete Anthony is joined by Mark Sheen and Mark Roden. Mark Sheen, I'll start with you. It's Golden Rose Week. How does this edition match up with uh, some of the previous incarnations we've seen over the last few years?
1: Um, I think last year's fair was probably a bit better. We had bivouac exceedance and yes, yes, yes. So I'm not sure that it's quite at that quality depth-wise. Um Favourite, Rothfire, of course, uh, is a winner and uh, he might be able to complete the Run to the Rose and Golden Rose double. But I think it's uh, probably lacking a little bit of depth compared to last year and possibly a few years in the past.
0: Overall, having a look at the card, uh, what's your initial thoughts coming into the meeting at Rose Hill?
1: Well, we've got a lot of short-price favourites on the day. Rail's uh, back in the true position. Um, We haven't had it in the true there on a a decent track probably since uh, April. And the track did seem to play reasonably fair that day. So fingers crossed it uh, turns out that way on Saturday. Mark
0: Roden, uh, welcome to the show. Just forecasting towards the weekends, 25 to 35 kilometre hour northwesterly. Much of an impact on the way that the races will unfold from your point of view?
2: Uh, I'm not sure. um, Looking at the map of the track, the, the westerly sort of hits them side on in the straight. So it's probably in their face a bit down the side although I don't know how much difference that would make in the tight shoot races either um, wind doesn't seem to have as much of an effect as it does at Randwick generally anyway at Rose Hill but, okay. uh, yeah the, the last true rail we had was on the heavy track and it was up the inside but as Mark said we haven't, we haven't been on the, on a uh, uh, one on a good track for a long time
0: Okay, we're going to touch on races five through eight at Rose Hill on Saturday. We'll start with race five, which is the Heritage Stakes over the 1100 listed race uh, for the three-year-olds. Quite a competitive field. The market's obviously very open as a result. There's a few horses coming off the trials. Uh, Mark Sheen between the Snowden pair of Wild Ruler and Marbusha, did you have a lean one way or the other with both of those horses coming from the one trial?
1: Yeah, look, I thought they both trial well. They ran very fast time. Um, I've gone for Marboucher because she's got the four kilo pull in the weights, and I just map her probably straight outside Forbidden Love for the, to start off with, and may end up uh, just in the one one or outside the lead. So, um, look, she just kept going forward uh, last preparation, and um, I think that map looks good, and I, I'm pretty happy with the price around eight fifty nine dollars. So, I think on an each way basis, I'm going to attack Marbusha, uh in this race. I thought Wild Ruler uh, trial quite well in the same heat. He did trial on Monday. Uh, prior to the official trials we'd left in front in a very slowly run heat there. He has been a bit of a hard goer in the past, but he looks to have settled a bit better in his trials this time in. For sure.
0: Mark Roden, uh, jumping into the race, did you have anything that really stood out at the current prices?
2: Not really. When I first looked at it, I thought I might um, end up with Forbidden Love out of the Phillies group races, uh, and she was favourite anyway. But um, as I've done it in depth, I haven't even got her on top. I've got... um, Wild Ruler Destination and Marbusha, the other three chances along with her. I've got a pretty even sort of market. And I don't um I don't have anything great overs at this stage. There's a fair bit of percentage there. I've got a few unders, but I don't I don't have many overs, unfortunately. Um, uh, um yeah, that, that trial took my eye as well. Uh Wild Ruler and Marbusha, they're obviously um, going well. Marbusha, there doesn't seem to be much of Marbusha physically, but um obviously she's down on the limit here but Probably shouldn't be too much of an issue. But um, if I was forced to have a top, it could be Wild Ruler, but I've got it marked around $556 anyway, so there's, there's no real edge here for
0: me. Yeah, it does look like a race. You'll have to probably wait until, uh, until the day. i certainly have a, a bit of a I want to have a look at the yard just for whatever vision we get of um, a few of these in particular Marbusha uh, thought the trial was pretty good and had plenty of time for that horse last preparation but also destination for me was a horse that went straight in the black book after last start the splits going through the line really good the overall rating was strong but maybe just a small query just given gate one although having said that the horse has shown it's been able to jump and put itself slightly more forward. Just whether or not it's able to hold that early, that's probably the small concern for me. But I guess those are the the two that I'll be angling for in in race five. Uh, Race six on the card is over the 1,500 metres, the Shannon Stakes, the group two, and... uh, just looking at the map, that's probably the, the point of interest. We saw Just Thinking coming out of that Newcastle race last start, sort of slightly slow away and was bustled, couldn't quite get itself into the right spot and ended up drifting back to a midfield position. Uh, Mark Roden, in terms of your map, do you have Just
2: Thinking leading? Uh, with the blinkers back on, I think, yes, yeah. I do. And cracker uh, Jack's in the um, same boat, blinkers back on and they're, you know, well-known well, well known on pace types, uh, and there's not many others in the race. Riadini raced forward at her first go over here and uh, weakened. Uh, but from Barry 1, I expect her to be up close as well. Um, I Am Superman um, looks like getting the same sort of run to the Caulfield first up, either one out one back or one out two back. Mark
0: Sheehan, you had a bit of time for I Am Superman coming out of the, the trials, I think, when we spoke uh, probably close to a month ago or so. Uh, and then we saw it win first up at Caulfield. What are you doing with the horse being favourite here coming out of that Caulfield race? Are you putting a bit of a knock on that Melbourne form?
1: Look, I, I don't know a lot about that Melbourne form. I've gone searching for it a little bit. Um, but I just thought this horse had trialled particularly, uh, I'm sorry, a lot better than uh, his previous preparation. So I was looking for an improved run first up and he certainly delivered that. Um, probably looked skinny enough, but I think he will get the right run in the race here. As Mark pointed out, uh, Blinkers and, and you too, Peter, are Blinkers on Just Thinking and Quacker Jacks, uh, both noted leaders, so I can't see them loafing in this race. Um, I thought it looked like Elvis uh, might uh, posse up from a good draw here. Had no luck at all last start. was three wide and a limb all the way in a position where you couldn't win from. And like Rock has come out of that race and so too Coling, so it looks like it might be a good form race to me, so... I think at around the $7 or $8 mark, uh, I'd be entertaining him and maybe saving on I Am Superman. So six from five for me in uh, the Shannon.
0: Yeah, I was going to go uh, six from 13, just trying to dutch up both Just Thinking and Looks Like Elvis. Uh, Mark Roden, for yourself, do you have a a play in the Shannon?
2: Possibly, but it uh, it might be a bit wide. I thought I Am Superman, who's got the job done nicely. His time wasn't sensational or anything at Caulfield first up, and he's... Coming off 28 days, too. There's just a couple of little negatives. That the map's the big positive, obviously, uh, and the fact he's uh, going on in form. But um, I thought at under $4, that was, yeah, pretty discounted. Uh, looks like Elvis, definitely. Um, just hasn't had any luck yet. Uh, best figures, more than competitive in this. Uh, very good chance. Um, he opened up a bit longer than this, I think, but still he's, um looks backable. Uh, I might be having a dream with Ninova giving it another chance. You wouldn't back it anywhere on its uh, last start. it was dreadful. but um, last time, uh, it it put in a very fat run in Brisbane last summer and came out and bounced straight back to its best form. and I think uh, I think it won the start after that. Um, so if the, you know it's it's a bit speculative because he uh, he was very poor last start. but uh, overall he, he's he's formed pretty solid. He has a pretty solid bank of figures that make him competitive in this and just, um, hoping it could bounce back at $16 he uh, might be worth a little play um, and uh, yeah nudge I'm not sure what to do with her because she's now had the 28 days off as well after a, a flashing light first up run um, <clears throat> even from Barry I, I think she's probably going back again uh, I, I wanted to find her but I'm not sure if I can $15 sort of entices me but it, yeah I don't know I'm not sure yet but uh, looks like Elvis and a bit of a guess on Nick and Over for me.
0: I think. Funny enough, after that flat run, uh, Nick and Over came out and beat Looks Like Elvis. Uh, there you that go. was yeah, uh, up at <laughs> uh, Eagle Farm in the the Magic Millions uh, Burnborough handicap. So yep. there you go. he's yeah, just got That's that little a pattern
2: to, to bounce back quickly off a, off a flat one. So just at the price.
0: Yep, for sure. All right, race seven is the uh, the main event, the Golden Rose over fourteen hundred, the Group One. Uh, Map-wise, looks relatively straightforward in terms of there not being a great deal of pace in the event. There's been a little bit of money throughout the, the week for, for Peltzer, but Rothfire's been absolutely rock solid. Uh, Mark Roden, speed-wise, what are you anticipating here? Are you expecting a genuine tempo, or you think they might dawdle?
2: Uh, it'd be okay at best. I don't think they'll be flying along. Um, Peltzer would ideally like to get controlled, but i I think Yardstick's going to be um, at least nuisance value and probably even takes it up, I think. And uh, I think pulse takes the box seat with Rothfire just doing what he likes if they're um, just sitting outside the lead, I, I imagine. But I don't think it'll be breaking it, no.
0: Mark Sheen, are you able to find an angle around Rothfire at all?
1: No, I've tried to, but I I've, <laughs> I've keep coming back to the favourite um as uh, as your boys have pointed out, there doesn't look to be as much speed. We saw a similar thing last year where Bivouac probably went about a second slower on Golden Rose Day and was able to just camp outside the lead and, and out sprint them. And it looks a pretty similar scenario here with uh, with Rothfire. He, he was first up. He carried more weight than uh, most of the other runners in the race. Uh, so a lot of these meet him at worse uh, weights. Um, his second up form's impeccable. Um Oh, I really can't bag him. So no, I won't be backing anything to beat him.
0: Yeah. I, I, I'll be much in the same boat. I think I'm not sure I'll be jumping into anything in this race. Rothfire also had the, the win at the distance previously, which is always nice. Uh, Mark Roden, you had time for North Pacific last start and it actually started shorter than Rothfire. Mm. Uh, you able to find a case for him this start?
2: Just that he'd have a little break um, before that. And he comes into this of uh, 14 days, uh, and he looks like 1400 will suit him. The jury's still out on whether he's a wet tracker. These two mm. through-the-roof runs have been on soft ground, so that's uh, an issue as well. Um oh, hey, Kirk's done hasn't put a foot wrong this prep. Has closed off really well. But in, in short course, fast paces, I think the horse will be suited by uh, 1400. I don't think there's any doubt about that. But this is going to be a totally different pace profile from what he's um, what he's encountered so far this prep. So yeah, if it is a You know, moderate pace, seven furlong race, that's not going to suit him and he he won't be able to close like he did. He was very quite eye-catching behind Roughfire last time, but it's well documented um, how hot the speed set by Farnham was that day. So he was obviously suited. Uh, I'm in the same boat as ever, you know, trying to find angles around Roughfire. He's gone to a new level first up. Generally, a sort of horse I'd like to try and get beaten because they can be a bit flat second up, but um, I'm struggling.
0: Yep. Okay, I think that's fair enough. Uh, Race eight is the golden pendant over 1,400 metres once more, the group two for the fillies and mares. And again, another race dominated by a pretty short favourite, and uh, I'll slaughter again the uh, pronunciation. Apologies to Rob Scurry. But uh, hot Brion on her, uh, $2.40 best available, was a dominant winner first up. Map-wise, Mark Roden, is it a little bit trickier this start with Adalong, Sweet Deal, maybe even Positive piece, providing nuisance value just early in the race?
2: Well, I thought that Adalong in particular, out to 1,400, they would be a bit conservative with. They didn't Mm -hmm. uh, try and lead last time at 1,200, so I think it just sits off. Uh, Positive piece, yes, from Gate 1, I expect to be box seat at least. But the same too, Sweet Deal and... Or or something. Um, should, I, I, they might even get over easier this time. I think those two.
0: Yeah. Uh, and then what it comes down to is uh, the price. Mark Sheen, are you finding anything in the race to uh, to beat the favourite at all?
1: Well, the, the the pace scenario is is pretty similar to Rose Hill. There's the same sort of horses, so she was able to cross and sit on the speed and and hold them off there. The only negative would be that she was trained right up first up and whether uh, that's gassed her a little bit. So I think a lot will depend on how she parades before the race. So uh, maybe tune in there for uh, what Rob's got to say. That could be the only negative I could find with her because um, in the past she's always, ratings-wise, gone ahead from a first run to a second up run. And she's got good 1,400-metre form. Look, I've, I've tried to find something to beat her. I'll probably... Um, Burn a couple of hundred looking for for a miracle. Um, look, I think subpoenaed might go a little bit better at, at 1,400 metres, yeah. but I think she's better when there's smaller fields and she doesn't have to give away too much start. But from an inside draw there, she might posse up, and I think she was hitting the line pretty well there the other day. So, um, And I could throw possibly something on Outback Barbie, very small. I think it was in a bad position all the way last start and, and ran on okay. Okay.
0: Uh, Mark Roden, any bet for yourself in Race 8 at this stage?
2: Maybe. It's a bit like Rough Fire this one. Uh, mm. um, she's gone very well first up, has to repeat second up, and as Mark mentioned, was trained up that day, so there's a chance she's flat. You know, the, When you're getting in this short, that concerns me a little, so I'm, I'm not keen to take the current price about her. Uh, that said, I couldn't really back anything that finished behind it at beta. I take the point about some peanut, I expect it to probably be closer and the run from this barrier. But, um, if I, was, if I was looking for something, it might be emeralds who just got into a pretty awful spot at Wyon and set a pretty big task. And it's it's drawn a gate today, uh, on Saturday as well. Gate barrier two, so we potentially could sit a little bit closer and just being that little bit of different form and double figure odds. So I could, I could make. A quarter of a case for her. But um, it, I, if on her goes to the level she did first up, I can't see her being beaten.
0: Yeah, I, I tend to agree there. The, the horse I had a little bit of interest in at uh, a bigger price as positive piece, but the, the figure first up... This prep probably wasn't quite as impressive as what it was last prep, but second up it did perform really well. And that second up form last preparation was really strong. So I wouldn't be surprised if that horse improved. So. She went about 12.0 or
2: something after that, after her first up run. But um, yeah, yeah, I, I, I was approaching it the same way. as uh, She improved second and third up last prep, but it was pretty plain first up. Yeah, up. exactly.
0: All right, uh, that brings us to the end. We won't touch on uh, on race nine as such, but uh, I was just wondering if either of you had a, another play or a best play for the rest of the card, uh, Mark Sheen. I'll start with yourself.
1: Uh, look, I haven't finished all the other races yet, so I, I'll just say Mabusha each way um, at those odds. Um, I haven't got through all the other meetings as uh, races, as I said. So uh, just leave it with that at the moment, mate
0: for sure. Mark Roden, best uh, or a value bet for yourself on this card?
2: Yeah, I'm in the same boat. We'll, we'll make it the Hail Mary, Nick and Nova and the Shannon race six. And yep. Two. yep.
0: And uh, I'll throw out race six, the the Dutch bet of uh, just thinking and looks like Elvis. I think both of those sources draw well and hopefully uh, they can get one up over the Melbourne form. Um, I'm happy to take that on. Up in Sydney. Um, thank you to you both. Enjoy the weekend. Uh, all the best uh, on the punt, and we'll review it on Monday.
2: Talk to you Monday. Okay. Talk to you then, guys. Thanks.